Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 812, for Saturday, September 17th, 2022. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Stepping up one to number 20, Root, by Cole Worley, published by Leader Games, with 13,682 views. That is a gain of 349, or 2.6% from last week, but is 316 fewer than last week's number 20. Repeating at number 19, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tallman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 13,690. Eight more than Root, a decline of 3%. After two weeks at number 14, down 4 to 18, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and M.J. Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 14,843, more than 1,100 over Brass, a decline of 6% as Arkham Horror falls to its lowest position since February 13th, 2021, which was, doing the math, 19 months ago, when it was number 18. Uh, For the record, Marvel Champions is at number 21, and the last time Marvel Champions was not in the top 20 was January 2nd of 2021. After two weeks at number 22, up 5 to 17, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games with 15,387, 544 more than Arkham Horror, and a gain of 30%. Down 3 to 16, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 15,458, 71 more than Wingspan, a decline of 4.2%. Moving up to, to 15, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 15,892, 434 more than Terraforming Mars, and a gain of 9%. From here on up, we have a number of new entries and debuts. Uh, let me count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 new entries in the top 14, uh, 6 in the top 10. Uh, falling out, well, we'll get to that in a second. Re-entering at number 14, Merchant's Cove by Carl von Ostrand with Johnny Pack and Drake Villarreal, published by Final Frontier Games with 15,986, 94 more than Gloomhaven. Re-entering at number 13, War of the Ring, the card game, by Ian Brody, published by Ares Games, with 17,942, almost 2,000, more than Merchant's Cove, and more than double what it had last week. Re-entering at number 12, Legacy of You, by Shem Phillips, published by Garfield Games, with 18,803. 861 more than War of the Ring. Sliding 3 to 11, 
Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 19,076, 273 more than Legacy of You, a gain of 3%, as Dune ends a seven-week run back in the top 10. It is one of six games to fall out of the top 10. The others are from 10 to 25, Wonderland's War, from 5 to 30, Crossing Oceans, from 7 to 33, Trudvang Legends, from 3 out of the top 100, Inventions, and from 9 out of the top 100, The Legacy of Isla Nublar. After four weeks at number 6, down 4 to 10, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 20,515, 1,400 more than Dune, a decline of almost 10%, but about 3,300 more than last week's number 10. Debuting at number 9, Pueblo, by Wolfgang Kramer and Mikael Kiesling, published by Mojito Studios, with 20,559, 44 more than Spirit Island. Pueblo Pueblo was originally released in 2002 and is currently ranked in the top 1,500 on BoardGameGeek. It is an abstract strategy game. Well, it's got a theme. It's uh, based around Southwest Native Americans trying to hide particular blocks while they are building. The 20th anniversary updated edition is on GameFound and has about $30,000 pledged. Debuting at number 8, Meltscape by Early Stadler, published by Early Productions, with 21,015, 456 more than Pueblo. This is a 2012 abstract strategy game. Well, it has a theme. You can't be an abstract strategy game if there's a theme, right? I mean, otherwise it wouldn't be abstract strategy, right? Anyway, so a lightly themed, near-abstract game themed around using floated floating bridges on a flooded world. The reason it has appeared all of a sudden is it was voted by the Dice Tower as the worst board game cover. One of our four holdovers falls five from two to seven. Astra by Patrick Porcolab and Frigis Schobrel with Esther Christina Saz, published by Mind Clash Games, with 21,166, 151 more than Meltscape, a decline of 36%. Only about 600 views, 650, spans Astra at seven, through Spirit Island at 10. Debuting at number 6, The Fox Experiment, by Elizabeth Hargrave and Jeff Fraser, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 21,880, 714 more than Astra. And the theme of The Fox Experiment is based on a Russian experiment to domesticate foxes. In the game, you use dice and dry erase cards to perform the selective breeding, currently on Kickstarter with well over $300,000 pledged. Returning after 13 months away, a little over a year, at number 5, Flamecraft, by Manny Vega, published by Cardboard Alchemy, with 25,000. 
864, almost 4,000, more than the Fox experiment. Flamecraft is a worker placement game themed around flame keepers, who in this game are people who can converse with dragons, and so they employ artisan dragons to produce things. When it was on Kickstarter, it raised over a million dollars and is now arriving to backers. Repeating at number four for the fifth consecutive week, Oathsworn by Jamie Jolly, published by Shadowborn Games, with 26,827 views, almost a 1,000 more than Flamecraft, and that is exactly the same number of views it had last week. Now, that's never happened before. Re-entering at number three after six weeks away, Dune, War for Arrakis, by Marco Maggi and Francesco Nepatello, published by Kaman, with 28,570, 1,700 more than Oathsworn. This is an asymmetric game, as most Dune games are, that, quote, features an action dice system with numerous event cards that will enable players to retell the Dune saga differently with each playthrough, unquote. And its designers are two of the designers of War of the Ring. Our highest new entry debuts at number two, Forsaken, by Travis R. Chance and Michael Mihelzik, published by Game Trays Lab, with 37,595. About 9,000 more than another Dune game. The Kickstarter blurb for Forsaken is, quote, a competitive sandbox adventure game. Become a legend on a weird world with endless possibilities, unquote. It is also a narrative game and has currently raised over $300,000. Repeating at number one for the second time in a row and the 26th time overall, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games with 38000 125, only 530 more than Forsaken, so it was a close-run thing, and a decline of 11%. That mark of just over 38,000 views is the fewest views Arc Nova has had since December 11th, nine months ago, which you may remember as the week before its first week at number one. It's also the fewest views for a number one, going back to November 13th of last year, about 10 months ago. For Saturday, September 17th, 2022.